All right, welcome back to another episode of the Black Bullion Show for goldandsilvertoday.com. Check that website out, everybody. Um, as we all are aware, the two major events that the markets were waiting for with bated breath um, on were pretty much the prospects of the uh, president's health on Monday and now the highly anticipated passing of a stimulus bill or some piecemeal versions of it. Um, now, since the start of the week, we've been at a decently high, relatively high level for gold and silver. Um, of course, we've had some heavy volatility after uh, Trump mentioned calling off stimulus talks, but both gold and silver prices have been trying to claw their way back out of those depths. Uh, silver obviously has been doing way better than gold at this, um, though gold, you know, is not, definitely nothing to sneeze at. But let's see what's going on here with the monetary metals today. But first, if you're new to this channel, please hit that big red subscribe button right down below. Also, please hit the like button. Helps to get this economic evangelism right on out there to the masses to bring more people into precious metals. All right, so here we have gold and silver prices. Um, they're elevated, um, generally speaking, as they try to get back to their highs from earlier this week. You know, gold seems to be stuck below that psychological resistance of uh, 1900. Silver, you know, earlier broke past 24. Right now, they're trying to get back to that. At around 10 o'clock, they actually took a nosedive, um, but not too drastically. I mean, compared to where they started out on the day, um, gold is still up by 0.11%. Silver is up by 0.46%. And honestly, at 10 a.m., the way I'm looking at it, take a look here. You got some traders in GLD, just heavy selling volume here at 10 o'clock for GLD. Let's take a look at SLV. Same thing, large spike in selling volume here and then also here. So, you know, generally speaking, there is some selling around 10 a.m., but, uh, you know, it's all just kind of traders being traders, essentially. Um but, you know, as far as getting up uh, and, and making those highs earlier today, uh, you know, this makes sense for silver as far as performing, outperforming gold, because pretty much that's what's been happening in recent day-to-day -day moves. But gold and silver's ascension was obviously kind of got kick-started today around 8.30 a.m. And it got kick-started by this. U.S. jobless claims, a.k.a. layoffs, fall slightly in early October, but still very high. So let's see what's going on here. The numbers of Americans who applied for jobless benefits fell slightly in early October to a fresh low, but they are declining more slowly in a sign the labor market could be experiencing a setback amid another wave of corporate layoffs. Initial jobless claims filed through a state program slid to 840,000 in the week ended October 3rd from a revised 849,000 in the prior week. The Labor Department said Thursday, uh, economists polled by MarketWatch had forecasted new claims to fall to 820,000. An adjusted 464,437 people also filed new claims under the um, Unemployment Assistance Act, the federal law that temporarily made self-employed workers eligible for benefits for the first time. 
That put the number of actual or unadjusted new claims at 1.27 million, also a low. Uh, new applications for unemployment benefits have gradually receded from a peak of 6.9 million in late March, but the weekly total has fallen by less than 100,000 in the past month. New jobless claims are still quadruple the pre-crisis average and are higher than any point during the severe 2007 to 2009 recession. A small but growing number of high-profile corporations and industries such as airlines and entertainment um, that have been hardest hit by this issue have announced that they will cut more jobs permanently unless the government provides extra financial help. Many economists worry the economic recovery will falter without another federal relief package. Now, obviously, you know, I would hardly call what we experienced in the summer a recovery, but, you know, this does lead me down a path of, you know, wondering if this, you know, um, U.S. 10-year Treasury that I've been seeing recently has been getting a little bit too high in anticipation of a stimulus bill passing. You know, here's the here's the um, U.S. 10-year uh, yield. Let's go to the one day. Um, pretty much, you know, since the beginning of the week, uh, the yield has risen, um, you know, as investors have pretty much been anticipating a bill passing soon. You know, how, however, I had to think about, you know, back to August and remember why the original HEROES Act struggled to get passed anyway. And... If you go back, you know, here are some, you know, tweets that Trump tweeted recently. Um, you know, now obviously he came back and said, you know, he would support parts of the bill, you know, not the, not the whole thing. Uh, but this gave me flashbacks to, you know, his contention with the bill, you know, back in August. You know, I mean, but here, take a look at some of these tweets if you hadn't seen them yet. Um, this part is probably the most important part. You know, Nancy Pelosi is asking for $2.4 trillion to bail out poorly run, high crime Democrat states, money that is in no way related to the issue. Now, that is the key point that I want to draw your attention to as we go back into um, the original issue that came about in August. And it was this. Trump says he is refusing additional post office funding as part of his fight against mail-in voting. Now, this was an article that was released on August 13th, 2020. And take a look at this. Uh, President Donald Trump said that the negotiations on additional uh, relief funding are at an impasse on Capitol Hill, in large part because Democrats want to give billions of dollars to support the U.S. Postal Service and mail-in voting efforts. Um, Here's a quote. They need that money in order to have the post office work so it can take all of these millions and millions of ballots, uh, Trump said in a Fox Business interview Thursday morning. But if they don't get those two items, that means you can't have universal mail-in voting because they're not equipped to have it. Uh, then he goes on to say, if we don't make a deal, that means they don't get the money. That means they can't have universal mail-in voting. They just can't have it. Now, uh, here is the actual HEROES Act that Congress has been um, toying around with here. Uh, take a look at this. The bill also modifies or expands a wide range of other programs and policies, including those regarding, if you scroll all the way down, you have, you know, obviously you have Medicare, Medicaid, 
um, medical product supplies, um, federal workforce. But if you go down, you see the U.S. Postal Service is here. Federal elections is right below it. You know, so what exactly are those programs that could possibly be modified or expanded for the U.S. Postal Service? Well, the thing is, I don't want to speculate too much here, but that potential gray area may be concerning for, you know, someone who is running an election and who opposes the mail-in ballots. So what does that have to do with gold and silver prices? Well, we may soon hit an impasse where if Democrats are adamant about including the U.S. Postal Service to whatever you know, piecemeal plan is being discussed with Republicans, a bill may be postponed until after the election, which is what Trump has been or originally pushed until he started advocating for piecemeal deals. Um, now, if we wait and it gets to a point where markets are pretty much sniffing out you know, or calling a bluff here, then we may start to see some volatility. But if markets don't sniff out a bluff, uh, you know, pretty much coming from politicians, then we might continue to see these elevated prices, not necessarily moving drastically above 1900 for gold or drastically above $24 for silver, but we may see them just remain um, range bound. But if we start to see that markets are sniffing out or sniffing blood, you know, then we might start to see those prices dip down a little bit lower. Kind of like we saw when Trump initially said that he's going to call off stimulus talks. Everything just kind of started to sink because markets are really, or I should say, uh, the economy is really, um, you know, begging for that extra, extra boost. So we'll see how things turn out. But let me know what you guys think in the comments section below. Do you think that whatever happens with the stimulus bill is going to be either keeping, um, you know, well, I should say this. If it gets passed, do you think prices will rise? If we remain um, pretty much in this impasse uh, territory until after the election, do you think prices will remain the same? And if markets start to sniff out blood and assume that we're not going to get anything passed, will prices go down? Let me know in the comment section below. Thanks again for watching. Please hit the like button. Please subscribe if you're new. It's Black Bullion for goldandsilvertoday.com.